Yes. But Lee, I want to know about a time when you chose yourself and I'll just, I'll, I'll give you a little, you know, rundown of my, my life before you knew me. I would say. Amazing. Um, Cause also I'm like excited to learn about Queen. (laughs) <laughs> so I, I mean, I have to say, I don't have the most incredible memory. So I, I might not remember, Girl, you know, I the way my so bed much was weed shaped. Before. You are so fine. <laughs> the way my bed was shaped freshman year. before I started smoking. Although, although I did, I did. <laughs> I'm giving you better for the doubt. You're a good girl. You go on. Okay. Anyways, so own your experiences. I'm gonna own my experiences. Okay, this is gonna be good for me to unpack. You know, my last like five, six years of my life too. Um, so I grew up in Maryland, um, just outside DC. I love when people. I love when I tell people from Maryland. They're like, "Oh, that's so cool." I'm like, "Is it? Is it cool?" Like, is it? <laughs> They're like, do you, do you think think eat so? crabs? I'm like, no, I, I keep kosher. I'm not. <laughs> I'm sorry. Sorry, that was so loud. Anyway, <laughs> that's great. Anyways. That was great. Keep going. <laughs> Love that. I mean, it's like when, like, literally people would ask me, oh, you're from Vegas? Do you live in a hotel? Do you live next do you to strippers? Like, literally, like, no, I'm like, I'm like not a child. Even, yeah, I was like, not even 21 yet. Gosh. Lay off. Okay, continue. But like, even if I did, you wouldn't know. <laughs> I mean, did I pull the slot machine once when I was under 18? Yes. <laughs> Okay, but then I ran away. Anyways, <laughs> Lee, take it away before I keep talking. I'm gonna take your mic. Literally. Um. So I feel like I was kind of like the opposite of you in that I didn't want to go far away from home. So like, I remember before college, like I went on so many Israel programs. Every summer, I was like a, a new Israel program, new like camp. Like I was always like the child that was like away from home in the summer and I was very good on my own and I I love that like I love being away from home and having my own experiences that when it was like time for me to go to college I didn't feel the need to go far away like I didn't feel the need to just get away from my parents or get away from you know like home um and I think I quickly realized that maybe I still did need that Um, so I went to college in Maryland. I went to Towson university, which is like in Baltimore, which is just an hour from my house. So it was far enough to not, you know, come home every day type of thing, but close enough to come home on the weekends if I needed. Um, so I just remember like not even wanting to go to college then I like, was so set on the idea that I was going to go to the IDF. I, wow. yeah. Wow, I, I didn't know that. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Very yeah. cool. Okay. I was so backstory, like my family's Israeli. My dad's Israeli. I was born in Israel. Um, but like I grew up in America. I'm very like Americanized. Um, but I still just have such a connection to Israel. Like a lot of my family's there. I just, I feel like my heart has always been in Israel that, I always felt that I need to give back. And if I wanted to live in Israel one day, I needed to serve in the IDF. And I was struggling internally with the decision to either, you know, go to the IDF or to be a lone soldier or to go to college. And I didn't have anyone to talk about it with because none of my friends understood that. None of my friends felt that, you know, they needed to go to the IDF or they didn't understand why that's important. So I was definitely struggling in silence, um, but, and I think I'll touch on this more, but I was, I grew up in an area that was very, everyone, you know, followed this perfect path of life. And I definitely like was, you know, 
falling for that I felt that I needed to follow that perfect path of like going to college right away and not taking a gap year god forbid thinking to even take a gap year I mean that was something that no one did then um like going to college and getting a really good job right after college and you know living in DC and getting married all that stuff like I felt that I needed that linear path and if I didn't do that then I would be a failure in life or I wouldn't succeed I wouldn't have you know make money and looking back I mean that's such bullshit but at the time when you're like 17 18 you're like I don't know any different you don't know any different like thinking you know going off the path it's like not even an option so I what did I do I decided to go to college um and I mean I I definitely am grateful that I went to college and you know got a great education and you know obviously I think my life has turned out pretty you know great oh yeah but anyway so we're sitting here so we're sitting here (laughs) drinking an iced coffee life's good (laughs) sun shining yes um but anyway so I went to college and I was so unhappy my freshman year I just and I would say like maybe first semester freshman year especially I didn't feel like I really belong there um my roommate was amazing and she's like one of my best friends to this day um but I wasn't really finding aside from her I wasn't really finding that many people that I felt like I was really connecting with um and it's funny that you talked about Hillel and you know Chabad because that was something that like changed my entire college experience as yep. well. Yep. Um, yeah. 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 Like snaps for that. Um, I remember going to, it was like a Hillel Chabad collab um, Shabbat dinner. And I remember just like meeting some of my best friends that are now my best friends. And since then, like I was very active in Chabad and Hillel and like I went to Shabbat every single Friday because it was something that was always important to me. Like growing up, I did Shabbat every Friday. Um, but also just like, I don't know, something that personally, so I'm like, this is your story. So I'll yeah, talk no, 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 go um, for it. But just like whenever, just like the routine of Shabbat and yeah, just it's it's even for anyone who's not Jewish, just like doing Shabbat, like not using your technology yeah. and like blah, blah, blah. And like like gen like the most i don't know baseline sense of what it means to like keep shabbat yeah to do that on like a level just for yourself yeah is amazing anyways for too. sure like it's very i don't know it's a great refresh and a great transition into the weekend yeah and i think like you know for me like i knew that judaism was always something that was super important to me and something that i valued and kept me grounded in a way and I never wanted to lose that when I went to college. Um, so I made it a priority for myself, you know, to go to Shabbat dinners every Friday. And like, so you like sought out like the Jewish, like yeah, Chabad and Hillel at your out, school. Right. Yes. Okay. I wow. We really had such yeah. different experiences. I, I was love like, this. Where is, where's the Shabbat dinners? Where's everything? How can I get involved? Because that was something that like, it was like a fan, like it felt like family to me and it was like a home away from home. Um, And, you know, like while everyone else was like partying and going out every night and stuff like and while, yes, I did want to do that and I I went out like I made sure that I would do Shabbat because I knew that it was something that was so important to me. Um, So, I mean, I'm so grateful that Towson had such a good Jewish community. Um, So anyways, yeah. So like Chabad and Hillel were just like two places that. I felt like I could just be myself. And like when I walked in like those, like the door, the Chabad house or the whatever, the Hill lounge, like it was almost that sense of like, 
like relief where yeah. I'm like, yeah, like I'm in a safe place. Like yes, I'm surrounded. I was just thinking the word yeah. safe. Yeah. Amazing. It's like, just like you like take a deep breath and you're like, okay, like things are good. Like I'm fine. Like I have like people who just get it around me. Like I have like, I can have like kosher food or like I can, you know, just like hang out with the rabbi's wife and just like talk. And it just, it definitely was something it was, it was the reason why I stayed at Towson. I think that if I didn't find my Jewish place there, I would have transferred a hundred percent. But like when I look back at college, like, and I think of like the memorable moments and the things that were so, you know, incredible about it. I think of like Chabad and Hillel and I think of like the family and like the people, the friends I made there and like the opportunities I got through. Like I, we did all those like classes, you know, you get paid for the classes, oh, of course. Yeah. And like, but you learn like, so oh, much. Right. And you you're with so a group much. of people who are equally yeah. there for the same thing. Right. So you're literally becoming, maybe becoming friends with people who share the right. same interests as you. Wow. Yeah. What a concept. <laughs> what a concept. Yeah. It's free food. It's, it's oh, great. Yeah. And, like, and as a college student, you're like, please feed me. I'm starving. Yeah. It's like, I mean, <laughs> oh my God, like don't even start in the dining halls. Like, yeah, I lived off of bagels <laughs> from Hillel. Thanks, yeah, Hillel. like it was so nice just like <laughs> having that like home cooked meal. And like, so I remember like I be- had like my whole Jewish squad who like went to Chabad and went to Hillel and like oh, yeah. we all just we called ourselves the Hillel homies. Oh my God, I love that. I'm like, Hillel, <laughs> come on, sponsor this. Come on. But, We're hyping you up so hard. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. <laughs> Big like, fans. That, and it was always like, we would like always have this group time, but like, who's going to Shabbat, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like yes. pregame before Shabbat, yeah, like, yeah, just, yeah. Like, and it was, like, fun, it was something I looked forward to, and, like, I, yeah, I just remember even, like, some Thursday nights, instead of going out, I would, I sound so lame, I would literally go over and, like, help cook Shabbat dinner. I did the same thing, you're fine. Okay. <laughs> Girl, I literally, like, <laughs> like don't the, tell anyone, the ED, oh, you could tell everyone, everyone knew, <laughs> I literally, like, the ED was, like, my, like, second mom, yeah. like, I literally, like cherish this photo I have of me in the middle and then my mom and then Jackie the ED at the time on either side of me like it's like one of my favorite photos ever because it means so much to me yeah yeah I mean it's it really is amazing yeah so yeah I mean the Jewish community at Towson was something I'm just forever grateful for and like I just they're all like my best friends to this day and we all like lived it was so funny like this is so crazy but like our Chabad rabbi was like our landlord like I lived in a house with other like Jewish girls I like we were like the A-Pi guys were like next door and it was just like a fun it was like a kibbutz like it was just yes. a fun oh, that's awesome. it was great so I think that's really like what saved me about staying at Towson finding your community yeah like exactly finding my community finding my people like the people that I didn't feel like I had to pretend or to be Hannah with yeah exactly type of thing no but seriously or no exactly literally the people that had similar values to me that like despite like what was happening around us and all like the social scenes and everything and while we still wanted to do that it was important for us to also you know stay grounded and remember our values and just slow down from the Mm -hmm. week and just Mm -hmm. sit have our phones away and just like enjoy a Shabbat dinner, have some matzo ball soup. Like it was such a just incredible, just special thing. And I, I miss it every day. Like I miss going to Shabbat at Chabad. It was just so fun. Um, but yeah, so I to college definitely got better. And I think that it's obviously all about like the people. I mean, it, it really is like it's all about your community there. Um, but then, so that was like freshman and sophomore year and then junior year, 
<sighs> junior year was hard so i'm i'm all open up um, okay. about Thank all of this i like don't talk about it much but so yeah so junior was really 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 challenging for me i went through like a really really hard time in my life with anxiety um i i honestly don't know how it really started i think i've always been like you know predisposition to anxiety oh i was like um, born out of the womb with anxiety yeah. it's called generational <laughs> trauma girl right <laughs> um but you know for some reason and part of me doesn't even really want to like go back and even think why my anxiety started because I've just worked so hard to just move past it and I like to like live life you know in the moment and not you know reminisce on the past all the time but so I, I don't really know how it started but it was really really bad and I it's crazy because I when you like look at me I'm this like fun like outgoing happy person and like obviously it's so easy to look at people and think they're fine but I was suffering so hard and no one would have known if I didn't tell them. So I remember it started like in August before my freshman or before my junior year. Um, and I was suffering from really, really bad panic attacks. Um, I remember like I couldn't even get out of bed. It was so bad. I like could not be on my own because the panic attacks were so bad. And I remember like needing my parents 24 seven and like my parents were such a crutch for me because I didn't feel okay on my own. I couldn't even, you know, I couldn't not panic without my, like I needed people and that was just like completely who I was not that person. Like I'm a happy person. I love living life. And I was like literally like bedridden because if I got out of bed, I would just, it was horrible. So I was suffering with panic attacks and like, I don't know if you've ever had a panic attack, oh, think, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's scary. Like literally it is really, really scary. It you think you're dying. Real. You think you're dying. Yeah. You think you're just, you like completely do not know what's going on. You're like, you're, you're like, you're leaving your body. It's like, just like it, so out of control. Yeah. Feeling. So out of control and it's terrifying. And like, so I was suffering from that and I still went to school. I went back to school at the end of August. I was like, I need to do this. Things are going to be okay. And it wasn't okay. Like, I'm okay now, but it wasn't. It didn't get better when I went to school. I was, you know, like, suffering. I was panicking. I could not be on my own. I remember, like, for from, like, August to, I would say, like, beginning of October, like, I needed to be around people 24-7 or I would be panicking. And that's not a way to, like, you know, live your life. Like, you need to be able to be on your own and, like, to have your space, especially, like, I think for both of us, like we're extroverted, but we're also introverted. Like, we need our time to just like recharge, recharge, right? Recharge our social battery. Yes. So I, I didn't have that. I was constantly around people and I like couldn't even focus on my schoolwork. Somehow I did so well that semester. I, I do not know why, but I was just, I couldn't focus on anything but panicking and I wasn't myself. Like it was really, really sad. And I almost like left college like I remember having a conversation with my parents and they were like you need to do what's best for yourself and if that means taking the semester off like you need to do it and I almost almost did it 
and then I was like no I I need to just like push through because if I take the semester off it's it's you know it's it's only gonna prolong right yeah so I started therapy um we love I think it's so we should normalize talking about therapy oh I talk about all the time yeah (laughs) I know like like, like, yeah like some people know but it's like yeah so I started like very intense therapy it's crazy like none of my friends even know this like I was it just goes to show like you literally do not know what's going on in someone's life and that's yep. why we have to be empathetic yes <laughs> at like all the tiktok people like saying horrible things um i was like going to therapy four times a week like Damn. intense therapy yeah. at like an outpatient center like it was like very intense therapy and this woman literally like i am will forever be grateful for what she did for me like I am a completely better like I'm on the other side of it and I didn't think I was going to be on the other side of it like I thought this was gonna be my life like just not being able to do anything and just constantly being anxious like I I couldn't do like normal things I couldn't drive because I was gonna have panic attacks like I didn't want to be on a plane like for a time in my life I thought that I would never go back to Israel because I couldn't be on a plane because I was panicking and I was so scared of my panic attacks you know it's like when you're going through it like you think like you're gonna die you think like it's the end but like once you learn that panicking isn't dangerous like you can get on their side of it but I was like right I I couldn't do anything and that's not a way to be so anyways like I went to therapy like four times a week for like weeks and like I remember taking like I didn't have a car at school I remember like taking like two buses to get to therapy and like I didn't even want to ask my friends to pick me up because I was I was embarrassed and like I don't know I shouldn't have been embarrassed but I didn't want to show weakness and like I think that makes me really sad to look back because I think that I didn't let people in. I didn't let people help me because I didn't want to be a burden on people or I didn't want people to think that I wasn't okay. And like in reality, like I had a lot of really good friends that probably or a hundred percent would have been there for me more. And I mean, that's definitely something I regret, but it is what it is. So I remember starting to like get better right before my birthday in October and like you know, I was able to like do things again. I was able to go out, but like it was still hard, you know? Um, and anyways, like, I guess where I'm going with the story is that when I was, you know, better from the panic disorder, the panic attacks, I wasn't like, okay. Like I was very lost in my life because I was so used to just like having my parents there as a crutch, like to lean on that. I was like, scared to be on my own you know it's like I felt so like I needed to just be around the people that like I love and I was scared to like go study abroad or go to Israel or like or go move across the country because I felt that like even though I was better from like what I was dealing with like I was like oh my god I don't even want to like risk not being okay again so I was like very fragile like I didn't think that I could go off and do my own thing because I just felt like okay like safety is where my parents are so then like the pandemic hit Mm -hmm. and I think honestly like this sounds I feel like horrible but I think that what the pandemic gave me was so valuable like 
I'm so grateful, not for the pandemic, but for having that time to just like really focus on myself, like unconditionally focus on myself. Like I didn't have to worry about canceling plans on anyone. I didn't have to go out. I didn't have to do anything. And the only thing that I did was I just completely focused on me. And like I, like I said, I was in such a like unstable place. Like I remember I like was at like the heaviest I've ever been. Like I wasn't eating healthy. I was very like just not confident, all that stuff. Like I just, you're not in a good place when you're dealing with all of that. And I remember coming home March 13th. I think that's like when the world changed, right? March 13th, 2019. I remember coming home and I was like laying in bed. I think we all had that like initial, like what the fuck is this? Mm -hmm. Like, is this going to be a week? Like, are we going to go back to college? Like what's going to happen? And I remember like, we were all like, oh my God, this sucks. Like I had like spring break plans. Like I was like, you know, I was being very like, ugh, like I'm so annoyed, whatever. Yeah. Um, and I like let myself be sad for a day and I was like, you know what? Like you're not going to just lie in bed and be sad. Like you don't know how long this is going to go for. Like you get your shit together. And I mean, that's what I did. I literally remember like, I just had this like realization that I was like, I need to like focus on my health. Like I need to prioritize it, whatever that means to me. I need to like exercise. I need to like fuel my body with like good nutrients and not just like eat like chips and like like crap you know Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and for like a year and a half um guess that's you know how long it it was yeah I just like prioritized myself and I like am a completely different person and I am so grateful that I had that time I just like focused on exercising and eating healthy and like all the internal work yeah like taking time for myself and like realizing that it's okay to prioritize yourself and it's okay to like cancel plans on people sometimes or it's okay to say no like you know what like I'm not feeling like 100% myself I think I'm just gonna stay in tonight like it's okay like your friends are gonna still be your friends if you say no and I was the right friends the right friends and I had that time to just realize those things and like I'm just so incredibly grateful for that um So, yeah, I mean, that was kind of just, I guess, like a summary of these last few years. I mean, I, yeah, I just, I think, first of all, like eating healthy for me, like really helped, like I wouldn't say cure, but I think it really helped alleviate my anxiety too. Just like feeling my body with like healthy nutrients and like I started running, like those little things like really helped me like overcome my anxiety and I think also just like learning to not be a people pleaser you know Mm -hmm. I think that's a huge one yeah I think the pandemic showed us that like like we kind of had to say no to plans a lot because we didn't want to get COVID but I think something that stuck with me was like I don't always have to say yes to people I need to say yes to myself like I need to like prioritize yeah like you (laughs) like protecting your energy right like and even I remember like I got in such a routine of exercise and it wasn't necessarily yes it was I wanted to lose weight and stuff but it was because I knew that it was good for my mind it was good for my like mental health and I remember I learned like it's okay 
to like prioritize yourself and say yes like I'll get lunch with you at one o'clock because I want to exercise at like 11 I need the time and before that like I remember I always prioritize other people I was like oh yeah like you want to get like lunch at one like okay I'll change my schedule around for you and like none of that anymore like you prioritize yourself because first right because like you're the person it's it's you like you need to do things that are good for you because I know everyone says this but it's like if you're not looking out for yourself no one else is and that's the truth and also if you don't love yourself first then like how are you supposed to show up for other people yeah exactly so anyway so yeah that was like really really I don't even remember the question. I think I just went on a tangent, but oh, just like a just moment like, of choosing. Yeah. Yourself. Choosing yourself. So I think, I think honestly, like the pandemic was a, a time where I was like, I need to choose myself. I need to improve myself. And that was just incredible for me. And yeah. So then towards like the end of the pandemic, um, let's say, when was this? Like, I'm like, what year are we? <laughs> 2022, really? April. Hello. 2022, <laughs> April, 20, I don't know. Um, in at the end of August, um my like you know my ex and I broke up um and I think that was another you know moment of choosing myself um just like a moment of realizing that I need to do what's best for myself because it's my life and like what I do is going to impact me for the rest of my life and like I think it goes back to like I was such a people pleaser and I was so worried that what people thought of me I was so worried that people were gonna be mad at me if I said no or whatever that is they would like like you less yeah right they would like me less or they would talk about me and now I'm like you know what like if you want to talk about me you talk about me because I know my truth and it doesn't matter like Mm -hmm. and the people who love me know my truth too they know who you are the people who love you will support you and they'll be happy they'll celebrate your wins and those are the people that you want you know to keep around in your life right so I think that if I didn't have this like new realization during the pandemic if I didn't really like choose myself day in day out for like a year and a half like I wouldn't have had the confidence to end my relationship and I you know I think it's like everything happens for a reason and like I am so grateful for that relationship like I learned a lot about myself I learned you know what I want and what I don't want and whatever and it was amazing whatever but I think I came to this like realization that I need to like start thinking about what I want in my future and like what I want to focus on what my values are what my goals are what I want in like a future husband or a family or whatever that is and I think I had this like moment of realization where I was like you know what like yeah I'm comfortable I'm okay but there's things that I know are non-negotiables for me and I'm not getting any younger and I don't want to waste my time and I'm not in any place to waste anyone else's time and yes like I'm 22 23 but like like I said we're not getting any younger I mean literally you blink I feel like I was 22 23 yesterday and I'm 26 I'm like wait what yeah and like I I swear I blinked and I was like oh okay (laughs) and I think if there's something that we also learned during the pandemic is that like life is so fragile and life is so there's so much uncertainty that like you need to be happy and you need to focus on your happiness and doing what's best for you. And like life truly is too short to just like sit on something and be unhappy for so long and ruminate. Like we're, we're in no position to waste anyone's time, our time. So that was just like another moment of like choosing, you know, what's best for me. And 
a lot of people did you know a lot of people had their drawbacks of like you know she's selfish or she's this or whatever and like I think sometimes it's okay to be a little selfish in life, right? Like, 100%. Yes. I think selfish. It's mandatory. I think selfish you have has to choose such yourself. a negative connotation. And in some ways, yes. Like, there are, you know, there are people who are selfish or there's actions that are selfish. But I think if you look at it from, like, a different perspective, like, being selfish also means, like, you're doing what's best for you. And, like, I think that's okay sometimes, you know? Definitely. Like, when you were saying about how, like, sometimes saying no to plans and maybe staying in and doing some, like, self-care, yeah. maybe doing some journaling, catching up on a show that you've yeah. been watching and you know the new episode's coming out and you're really stoked about that and that's something right. that brings you joy. Um, yeah, so I, I think those, I think, like, these past, like, two years, I would say have been the most transformative years of my life and I'm so grateful for all of like the horrible experiences that I've endured these past two years and because I mean I'm completely on the other side of it and I'm you know a much different person and I'm proud of it like I'm I'm proud of myself for the way I was able to overcome things and yeah, I it's it's been a roller coaster, but now I'm here and like I it's crazy. It's like I remember 2 years ago like I couldn't even like drive on the highway because I was so scared of panicking or I like, couldn't even like couldn't even like go to the mall by myself. Like I couldn't do all these things and it's like you take all these things for granted until you're in a place where like you aren't able to do those little little like things and now I'm on the other side of it and I'm like driving I'm flying catching flights like yeah. I'm catching flights and feeling <laughs> and like oh, doing, yeah. <laughs> doing all these things and I'm like okay this sounds cheesy but I'm like okay well I can't figure out like where it came from like I couldn't do these things so it's like I'm grateful every single day that I'm able to do this stuff and like now I'm at a place where like I'm so ready to like challenge myself and I'm so ready to just be far away from home and like travel and like try new things and experience whatever because I'm able to and I feel capable and I feel like okay on my own which is like not a feeling everyone gets to feel truly like okay on your own you know 100 yeah sometimes i feel like it's a process that people spend their whole lives and some yeah. people never even right experience that yeah which is hard yeah and i think it kind of like all of this from what you've said from what i've said like i know that we've talked about this before but like when you're younger like you just want to be like everyone else and like because it's easier yeah and like you constantly like lean on like social situations like for your happiness like you it's like short-term happiness right it's like you like choose like going out every night or going doing things whatever like constantly being surrounded with other people because you think that that brings you like joy but then when you learn that like it's so nice to just like hang in on a saturday night and like watch netflix and like put a face mask on or like oh, yeah wake i do up craft early. nights with yeah. my friends literally like now right. like it's at 26 you know when like, you realize that it's that's, so nice yeah like there's more to life than like constantly going out and doing things like i feel like that's when you like actually achieve happiness like i know also we were talking about this with like we sometimes value like getting a good night's sleep and like 
doing a workout in the morning and getting coffee and just having like a nice enjoyable day rather than just like having a crazy night and not feeling well the next day yes like really like choosing things that are intentional for ourselves and also for like I don't know, the better version of ourselves tomorrow. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, right. Like thinking about like long-term happiness like, too. Exactly. And also being like, I'm going to do this because I love myself. Yeah. I love myself so much. And I know that it will make me happy to like go on that solo hike. It'll yeah. make me happy to, um, take a walk to get my morning coffee instead of like driving to go get it yeah. maybe or something like that. Like literally getting into the sun for yeah. however amount of time that makes you feel good. Yeah, I think like and also like when I was here for six weeks, like the things that truly made me happy were just like living my life day in day out, like here in California, like waking up early and like just getting fresh air and like going on walks and like seeing the sunset and like seeing the palm trees, like, you know, walking to get coffee and just doing having like meaningful conversations with you like those are the things I feel like that truly make you happy in life. And it may not be the same for you. For you, it might be like, you know, like something else. Singing a song, whatever, yeah. like whatever. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if singing a song. I'm like, yeah, like sure. <laughs> Casey Musgraves. I don't Fuck know. Yeah. Like whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. it is, you like <laughs> you choose like what like makes you like what makes your soul happy. And like, that's what you should like lean into, like add that to your life rather than like, just relying on you know your friends to bring you happiness or external things like you know whatever that is materialistic things or alcohol or whatever I think that it's so special also that you have been able to get this realization at 22 23 I'm like how I'm like 23 I'm like almost 24 I'm like age is just (laughs) a number my birthday's October 21st (laughs) please put that in your calendar (laughs) I'm like age is just a number okay um (laughs) It is, truly. It is. Um, Because, like, honestly, um, you knowing that at 23, I didn't know that at 23. Like, I was still, like, literally to my last leg of college, I did four and a half years. Mm -hmm. And to my last leg of college, I was going out four to six times a week. Yeah. Pre-gaming, six to seven, eight shots. I was 23. I didn't know this, you know? Like, I thought that was what I had to do to like belong yeah to seem normal I don't know you know what right. I mean like and there's nothing wrong with like yeah, no, going out and wrong having that. fun like we yeah. both love doing that and yeah. I think that we just have realized that like it's not the only thing right it's not the only do. means of happiness and there's things that you know make us I feel like m- give us fulfillment more than that yes and i think that's also like what is so beautiful about life and beautiful about growing older which i know like a lot of people don't get excited about that yeah but for me i don't know i feel i'm excited about it because like that means i'm gonna be wiser that means i'm going to know myself more know more what i of what i want like all of that type of stuff and i don't know i feel like the true human adult experience especially post grad is really all about figuring out what makes you happy yeah because a majority of your time is spent working at your job and a lot of people to afford your new life out of college especially if you live like me or anyone who lives in California or I don't know New York like wherever it's like super expensive and the cost of living is just not cheap right and um 
an example that I'm thinking of is when, I don't know, like you guys know, I literally was in the hospital. I was so sick, like, like multiple times yeah. in the past two years. And I didn't know that that was from stress. I'm still not a hundred percent sure, but yeah. I'm like 98% sure it was from stress. And they thought it was from like smoking weed. Mm-hmm. And so for eight months, I didn't smoke any weed, but then I started drinking more. Mm-hmm. And then I started this and that and this and that. And it's just like, I don't know. Like, I feel like that's also something you learn when you're becoming an adult is yeah. like, what are the boundaries around that? And like, like you said, like learning to be on your own, but like in like the, in a world where like it's easy to feel alone, but you're so, you love yourself so much that you feel that security yeah. like within yourself. Like I feel safe within my body, within my soul. Yeah. And like, that's something I feel like is so important to, I don't know. No, it's, figure out, it is. No, it like, is. And like, I think that, I mean, learning to be okay on your own and learning to be able to like hang out with yourself yes is like i think one of the most important qualities in life because there's shit's gonna happen in your life like people are gonna pass away and like people that you're close with or people will like move away your Naturally. friends right your friends will move or you'll move away yeah or you'll I don't know like there's things happen in life and it's so important to be able to just like be okay on your own and realize that like you can get through things on your own and you don't need to like rely on other people for your own you know safety and security and happiness and whatever that is you're like I've got this yeah like right and just just knowing like you're like talking to yourself being like you've got this like you are okay you can handle anything that comes your way like but truly believing it is yes. so important. That's it's such a, there's such a difference. Like, right. So like, I remember like in college, I was like, yeah, like I got this. I like, whatever. And I didn't, I didn't got this. No, I right. This. No, I was like, no, like no, no, I need no. my friends. So I need chaotic. my family. Like if th- something happens, like, I don't know how I can endure this on my own. And now I'm like, no, like, you know what? If you move across the country, like you're going to be okay because you have yourself. And like, that's what's most important like I know that like wherever I move whenever that is I'll be okay because I know that the things that bring me fulfillment in life are like the little things I know that like walking on the beach and like going to coffee shops and like you know working out running I know those things are what truly like fills my like soul with happiness and with that like I know that I'll be okay wherever I am and I know that yes like I am a very extrovert person as well and I love people I like need my friends and I you know I need that and that all comes you know yeah but like when your friends are busy when when they can't can't hang out like you need to be like yeah I'm fine I can chill on my own um so I think that's definitely something that like people realize at different times in their life and some people are forced to realize that at a younger age because they've endured loss they've endured you know tragedy of some sort so they kind of have to like realize that quicker and some people don't realize that until they're like 30 or some people never realize that like we're all at different paths in our life and I think that's something also that like we can touch upon is like no one is on like despite what people tell you like 
no one has their shit no together. one has their shit together yes no one has their shit together and no one no like, one knows what they're doing no one knows what they're doing Sorry, I'm no like- yeah please like and like we can't <laughs> compare ourselves to people like and i think i think tanks has said this the best yes like, comparisons need, with people joy yes that oh. one but also like <laughs> celebrate your friends wins like yes. like celebrate be proud of your friends for their wins and their happiness because you're gonna have that too and you know what like your wins are gonna look different like you can't compare yourself to people we're all at such different places in our life we like, all grew up differently we all grew no up so one, differently no we one had the same experience in college we all have different like wants desires like we can't compare ourselves to our friends or our people and i think like a lot of times we look at our friend and we're like oh well she's making more money than me like she must be more successful or like she has this figured out but at the same time they're looking at you and they're like you know what like she has this figured out i don't like we can compare ourselves to people because yeah comparison is a thief of joy like we need to just like focus on ourselves and our happiness and our you know goals and things in life um and at the same time like live in the present i know lauren we've talked about this like what we can touch upon this like everyone's like what's your five-year can we normalize not asking people what our five-year plans are literally exhausting we're both like take a deep breath yeah the anger like there isn't one and i'm great with that yeah i'm super happy that that yeah because that means that there's space to add on yeah wow wow what a concept what a concept literally adding on opportunities and experiences into your life that you didn't even think were an option you didn't think were possible maybe you didn't even know about them literally yeah. it could be like me and birthright like i didn't even know what any of thing was did you ever right did you ever like when you were in when you were like 17 and someone was like well what's your like five-year plan like did you ever think you were gonna move to california did you think you were gonna be what you're holding a podcast right and like no, oh, no. like oh my god i literally such, right. like grew up like with so much anxiety i'd raise my hand and start sweating and have a red yeah. face because my anxiety right. to like speak my opinion in front yeah. of others was a very scary thing for me to do before so yeah to like have a podcast and to be yeah like, like I never thought I would be like people sitting. are like you're brave yeah. and I'm just like am I like, like if someone asked me like when I was 17 what my five-year plan was like I probably would say what I thought the right answer was like go to college in Maryland and go have like a job in politics in DC and then like start a family like I wouldn't think I'd be sitting on a floor in San Diego doing a podcast right now like actually having the best time of my life like it's just insane I think it's like and I think it's also so toxic of our like school system for like teachers and adults to be asking like a 17 year old what their five-year plan is or what you know those things because then it also it also starts making you think because you probably weren't thinking like oh shit what what is my five-year plan like maybe until that moment yeah does everyone else have their like five-year plan and i i don't know what the heck i'm doing Mm -hmm. like it's Mm -hmm it just feeds into that like comparing yourself to other people and all that stuff it's such bullshit like yes. and i think also like what we did learn in the pandemic i not i think i'm i can speak for you on this too is like we were living every single day day by day like we had no idea what tomorrow would yes. bring and in so many ways i think that that helped alleviate anxiety because we couldn't really plan things for the future we were forced to just like really truly live in the moment and i think that when you do live in the moment in life that's when you're really happy 
and content and I think that's not to say that you shouldn't have goals or be driven I think like that's I mean it's so important to have a general idea of what you want to do in life or what you want to achieve and things you want to accomplish but I think realizing that there's space for other things and like yeah I think that's just the most important thing yeah sorry if you heard something like shift it's because I literally got so excited that we were thinking the same thing and then um that I knocked over the microphone um but we're back and so literally it was what um Leetal was saying about like really giving yourself that space because like in the most like plain way to describe it if you don't give yourself the space for these experiences for these opportunities for this growth it will never happen. It'll never happen. And you'll look back on your life and you'll be, well, everyone else tried these cool things and, you know, ventured like, off this like, linear why did I path. Let fear, like, yeah. dictate my choices, dictate my decisions. Right. And like, why did I settle in life yes. when I could have done all these amazing things where I could have, like, you know, tried fun things and I just followed that perfect path because I was too worried to shy away from what, you know. Also, I thought I everyone think, else was doing. Yes. And I also want to like say that um, something that is really important and something that I've learned as a 26-year-old adult is that it's okay to fail. Yeah. It's literally, it's okay to fail. And I don't know. It's another thing that like similarly that Tank says, or maybe it's like Serena Kerrigan, like Queens. Love her. Oh my, oh my God. God. I'm obsessed with them. And it's that rejection is redirection yeah i fuck sorry sorry dad yeah <laughs> i'm so take a shot every time lauren says sorry dad <laughs> literally or like the f word <laughs> he counted so i just feel bad at this point <laughs> lol but yeah i don't know just yeah can you think of like distinct moments in your life where you're like yeah i was rejected from that or that i thought that like for example i thought that I've, that I've person won. would I've be my so forever easy. person or something and oh, that yeah. didn't work and now i'm can you think of distinct times yeah. oh yeah literally me think like my i wanted to go to ucla or us or usc yeah i my life would have been so different yeah if that had happened like i wouldn't have met like I wouldn't have been in the environment of the Halawas environment and then like the staff that I'm still close to to this day, the staff that literally like supported me. I, I used to go to Hillel every single day if, yeah. and like multiple times a day in between classes, like that was my safe space. Like the staff was like the family I vented to, I would cry to literally like Jackie had a couch in her office and I would sit down and she knew the drill like type of thing. Like it was yeah. just like the support that I got with them is like priceless. Yeah. Like literally you like you can never repay that. I can never repay it. I Nor mean, would I, they want you to. I mean, well, <laughs> donations. Yeah. <laughs> what donations you can like, repay wait, it. Let me correct myself. Yeah. Hold on. Like, wait, <laughs> forget your checkbook. Literally. <laughs> I'm like, oh. Thank you so much for letting me vent to you. Yes. And for uh, the free challah and, <laughs> and Shabbat soup dinners. and Shabbat dinner. Yeah. <laughs> Potatoes were so good. Literally. <laughs> the kosher chicken. Thank you. Um, I'm but, hungry. Literally. <laughs> but it was just like, yeah, like, I mean, literally my israel fellow who took me on birthright claire the engagement person yeah. who like was my first conversation my first introduction to hillel like i don't know even the friends that i made yeah in that environment like one of my like best 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 friends in the world is my friend ben Sion, mm -hmm. and he made aliyah and lives in israel now which 
for me like is really hard yeah um especially because he's from san diego but i it's like another thing where he chose himself and he chose happiness and what he knew was right for himself yeah. and that was to make all yeah yeah and um and people respect that you know even if they don't understand it at the time mm-hmm. like when you when people see that like you're happy and you whatever like people are like yeah like maybe i can do that too like inspires other people yes like i think also just like on that sometimes people will see them and be like oh that's a that's a bold move yeah but then like you see like usually i mean at least what you see from i don't know social media lol is that like they're thriving whether it's in a sense where like no one's thriving 100% of the time okay let's be honest so like whether they're showing that or not you know people are going through it with every change that happens there's new emotions new experiences to be had so um yeah just like on yeah 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 like I remember when I so like I feel like everyone in my area just like moves to DC like it's like that safe like it's just like you know what everyone does it just makes sense yeah because po- p- multiple people have d- multiple people have done it already and it's worked right and it's worked yeah and so yeah so why take the risk so why right yeah it's like he- don't broke what's what is it don't, don't fix what's not broken or yes, something yes, which yes, i'm like yes. complete opposite i'm like i need to challenge myself i need to like oh, go yeah. you know like and yeah I, I who wants to be uncomfortable but i yeah. need to be uncomfortable right. because like, like yeah otherwise i feel like i'm settling otherwise i feel like i'm not growing i'm not yeah. changing i'm not opening myself up to new opportunities yes and stuff. what's possible literally yeah. like sorry good I, things are on the other side of discomfort and that's something that i always remind myself when i yes. like doubt my whether my decisions are you know like the so-called right decisions and they always are because it's always good to be challenged and And they're this they're the decisions that you make for yourself yeah so like and only you will know what's right for yourself and there's gonna be good and bad in any decision that you make 100 percent. and i feel like even if like i said even if you fail you still learn from that right even if you even if you move somewhere and you're like you know it what? Wasn't like, for me. It wasn't for me. At least you did it. You probably, you know, learned about yourself and then you, you did feel learn. more you comfortable. Le- you learned and you back. don't lie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It goes to show with relationships, everything. with friends, you know, everything. It's like, there's even always if a it, lesson to be learned. Right. Even if the outcome wasn't what you thought, like, there is a lesson to be learned and that's so important. And it's like, you'll always be wondering if you didn't do that. So, yeah, no, like, what I was saying is like, everyone in my area, not everyone, but the majority, mm-hmm. I would say, like, move to Washington, D.C., or they move to Baltimore or, like, New York City or something. And I remember, like, I never, ever wanted that. But I always thought that I would settle with that. I always thought that, like, all my other friends were doing it. Like, it just makes sense. Like, it's easy. It's comfortable. Like, my parents are close. I have friends there. But the idea it's never... Safe it's safe exactly that's i mean that's the best word it's safe like but i never was excited about it like i just i never felt excited i felt like yeah i would be content like i would i would probably be like happy to some degree but i would just i wouldn't be challenging myself you always felt like there was something more yeah i always felt that there was something more like i and um where was i don't even know where i was going with this but like I I think a lot of people like we said just like 
follow what everyone else is doing but it's like are you really happy like are you really being challenged are you really being true to yourself yeah are you right exactly like are you just content in life and I think that something that scares me so much is looking back at my life and like being unhappy with like the decisions or the lack of decisions that I made that's never something that I want like I want to look back at my life and be like you like did the things that were uncomfortable to you and you grew from that and you didn't just stay stagnant because Mm -hmm. that would be really sad if I looked back at my life and I was like yeah no I just like followed what people were doing I was fine I was like yeah whatever like no like I need to be challenged I need to like like I want to feel like I'm living yeah I want to right and like that's how I felt when I was here for six weeks I was like I'm truly like living and like when you actually when you have that feeling of living it's like it's just unreal like it's truly just like it's addictive it's a yeah it's like you just want more of it you're like how can I live a life that doesn't feel like this yeah no exactly and yeah it's like a really really cool feeling like feeling you're actually like on top of the world and you're living you're like yes like this is where I was like meant to be or this is what I was meant to do and yeah I think we need to just keep challenging ourselves you know 100% and also I just wanted to add that like with those challenges doesn't mean that you won't have like those downs like those like lows you know yeah but like those are the things that also make up the whole process the whole experience are those like times of being low times being high and like literally what I like to say is like using your toolbox like like what you have in your toolbox for like mental health versus like your physical health versus your spiritual health whatever you know what I mean right and like utilizing those tools that you know work best for you whether it's a therapist whether it's exercising whether it's eating well and nourishing your body and listening to your body and I don't know healing your gut like any like stuff that you know like makes you feel Feel the best you can right like we're not even though I feel like I've grown so much for my like anxiety like there's obviously times where I'm anxious. Yeah. Like, it doesn't time, mean it just goes right? away. Like, there's no such thing, I think, as curing something. No. I think there's just not tools. Anxiety. Yeah, like, there's just tools that you can learn and tools, like, you, everyone learns tools that kind of helps, like, alleviate the symptoms. Also because, like, you, well, like, as you get older, as you, like, challenge and high risk, yeah. high reward, you literally will be putting yourself in these positions, in these moments, in these challenging times where you're going to be forced to take out your toolbox yeah. and figure out how to get through it. I love it. that. And I think that goes back to us just, like, learning how important it is to be okay on your own and to yes. realize that, like, you can do this. Like, like you like, have the tools at your disposal. You're like, I got like, this. Yeah, like, just knowing you're like, yeah. Like, I trust I myself. Yeah, I love yes. myself and I've got this. Right. And, like we're all gonna go through like hard times in life and like our whole lives even if you like going to be right that's the whole point of life yeah like even if you're in like the happiest place like you're even if you have the most money you have like right like exactly like you're gonna be sad like you're gonna feel down you're gonna have imposter syndrome there's always gonna be things you can't control yeah exactly but like like you said like just knowing that you can overcome it and you can you know it's like a wave like there's gonna be ups and downs and like it's just important to get to a place where you can, you know, truly feel yes. that you can do this on your own. And and also just being realistic with yourself, because if you think that you're going to go into if you think you are going to go into every single 
day following when you've cured your anxiety yeah. that like nothing bad will ever happen again right. a panic attack will never happen yeah. again then you're lying to yourself 100 percent. yeah right yeah like i there's always gonna be a new challenge yeah. it's just gonna come in a different form and that's why i really 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 emphasize on the toolbox and yeah, really i love that figuring concept. figuring out like what helps you what makes you feel better is it going on a five minute walk when you feel like super overwhelmed that turns into a one hour walk and then yeah. coming home and feeling like oh my god like i needed that so bad and i didn't even know it but i got my feet out the door and i started walking and then it became longer and then i got what i needed yeah you know what i mean it's like right no 100 percent. and like i think it just all ties back to like being able to say no to people mm -hmm. and being selfish, focusing, priori I would say prioritizing yourself. I guess that's a better word. But mm -hmm. like, yeah, it goes back to like knowing that you're okay on your own and you have the tools at your disposal, knowing that it's okay to say no to other people and do things that are best for you. Like that's, I feel like the key to like actually being able to overcome things and just, you know, living your life. Definitely. And that's actually like, that's something I feel like you taught me. Like I remember... I know we're gonna we're cry. Like, we're it's gonna only been cry. two months. We're no, gonna remember, literally like, start bawling. I'm fine. Like two months ago, like we were sitting at that coffee shop that you showed I'm me, <laughs> and like I remember, I was like dealing with something, and like I was venting to Lauren, and I was starting to like have those feelings of like oh my god am I a bad person do I, I need to like make sure that these people aren't mad at me or or I was starting to just have like those negative you know thoughts even though I've worked so hard to over like to move past it of course I'm, I'm not perfect I'm gonna have those thoughts and I remember like Lauren like you looked at me and you're like no like you like need to stop like focus on yourself like you're a good person like you don't owe anyone anything. And like, that's something that's really stuck with me. Like just realizing that you don't owe people things like, and <laughs> Lauren's, crying. Lauren's emotional. Like, I know we're just, we're both like so emotional because, <laughs> <I'm fine. laughs> because I feel like we've come from a place where we were so like, just not like Low. that. Yeah. So we were like, Oh my God, we so need to not from knowing ourselves. ourselves. Yeah. And like, I think everyone goes through that. 100%. You know, if you don't go through that, you're definitely like a Maybe minority now. <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> it, it's like, I mean, every, I, I think every single person has gone through that. Like, even if you are, I don't know, like everyone, I mean, to some degree, some people aren't as people pleasing as others, but like, I feel like if you're like a nice person, you're going to want to, you know, make sure your friends aren't mad at you or you're going to make sure your friends are happy. But yeah, but like you telling me like you don't owe people anything like no, like you stand your ground. Like when you practice that over and over and over again, like you start to actually believe it. And I and feel, feel like, more comfortable. Yeah, you feel more comfortable and like, like choosing yourself. Yeah. You're like, yeah, like I'm not going to let other people's insecurities or whatever like dictate my emotions yeah. i mean obviously like well like i'm not gonna go party when i really have this like 5k yeah. planned for tomorrow yeah morning right you know it's like you're choosing yourself choose you're, yourself literally and like i don't know like i really i don't know i i believe in like going with your gut i believe yeah. in like the more you trust yourself the yeah. more you're able to know yourself yeah and the better you are able to make decisions that are good for you yeah yeah it's it's true i've i don't know about you but i've been having all these like moments lately 
of like I like put the pieces together I'm like you know what like if that didn't happen I wouldn't be in this place or like have you been having that lately I feel like I've been noticing it so much um I think it's just like I don't I feel like it's kind of like all the time it's not like specifically just now right um I mean like you guys know like you know like I've been going through a breakup and that's not easy and we were together for three years so that is definitely not easy and yeah trying to figure out who I am at 26 before like compared to the person I was at 22 when I met my ex and we first started dating you know what I mean like I'm such a different person than I was and with this breakup especially I've learned a lot more about what I deserve yeah and I also learned a lot about myself and also I don't know just how amazing my support system is and how it's okay to rely on people yeah and I am not a burden yeah and not that like I just like not that saying like my ex like any of that but it's just like um something that I have always been working on within myself and understanding that it's okay to let your friends and your support system hold you yeah it's okay to break down and cry in front of those people who love you and support you the most and are here and willing and wanting to be there for you and support you and any of the means possible and yeah I don't know it's just I think something also I've learned more recently is that it's okay to ask for help yeah and yeah I mean like I've been in therapy for like years now but it's different when it's different when I was in a relationship and I had a partner and I had someone to that I felt like I can rely on for this that and crutch. then for that. Yeah, yeah. That crutch. Yeah, that definitely. Crutch. Definitely. There's a difference between seeking out help and realizing that you need help and depending reaching on someone out else. to the people. Oh, de- like right. versus depending there's on a, someone else. Yeah, there's else. a difference of like asking your friends for help and like whatever and then like not being okay without having like, you know what I mean? That validation. Like, right, like it's a, oh my God, you 100% should ask for help. But I think it becomes a problem when like you're suppressing, you're you're not confronting like the actual issues and yeah. you're just like or using like, your boyfriend yes. as a crutch. You're using a boyfriend to like get rid of your anxiety or something like that's not okay. And that's where it's so important to be on your own, especially like, you know, after a breakup. And, oh, like, yeah. Really realize that like, you know, it goes back to like being okay on your own type of thing, mm-hmm. not using other people as, you know, like not treating people as medicine pretty much exactly exactly and um I don't know just how does it feel to be single and on your own um I feel happier than I did before yeah so that's fucking sorry Jesus that's so wild to me I just I literally am like yeah I don't know I think also in my last relationship I 
definitely lost myself. Yeah. And there was even a point where I was talking to one of my like best friends like post breakup and she's like, yeah, we didn't see you for five months. Mm-hmm. And me thinking about that now and especially when she said it to me, it made me really sad. Yeah. Because how could I have lost myself so much that I disregarded my friends and I lost not lost because they're always there but I prioritized this person who I don't know like I don't know because it it was my own choice you know it wasn't like I was forced to do anything it's just whether it's out of my own personal stuff that I'm working through in therapy or it was, I don't know, like it's also goes to show like how much every single year you change after in your twenties and even thirties and everything. And the person, like I said, the person I was when I was 22, when we met was not the same person I was when we broke up and I was 25 yeah you know people grow people change exactly and like like I've said on this podcast like it was a mutual breakup and yeah I mean doesn't mean I'm running over to be friends with him but like when it comes down to like the point of it all is that like we both were not happy anymore and honestly like now that I feel like I'm a good amount on the other side of the breakup yeah that it's okay to yeah. to be like I'm not happy anymore and I need to make a change and to have that strength is hard to create I didn't have that strength like it took until I don't know like truly just not being in like a good place to each other that that's when like these the moment I mean that's when we like you hit like a a breaking point and yes. you were like this needs to this needs to end because yeah. it's we weren't yeah. growing anymore yeah we weren't growing and it takes time to really realize that and accept that because especially you when you've hold, been with someone for right. like years and it becomes so comfortable yes. it's like a it's a routine and it's yes. despite whether you're in love with them and it's like this routine and it's like it almost feels it's scarier to end it than yes. to be in a, a relationship where you're unhappy and I feel like that's sad but like Sometimes you just need to come to that realization on your own, just rather like rather than your friends telling you. And it takes a lot to be able to walk away from something like that. And like, I mean, you should be proud of yourself for like choosing yourself, you know? Yeah. And it's not to say that it's hard. Like breakups are really freaking hard. Mm-hmm. Like even if you know that it's what's best for you, like, being on your own after being with someone for like two plus years or one plus year, whatever, how long that is, like, it's a really freaking scary thing. Like, it's mm-hmm. scary to be like treading in the deep end after a relationship. Mm-hmm. And it takes so much time. And people always say, time heals everything. And like, in the moment, you're like, no, like, stop talking to me. Yeah. Like, it's not going to get better. Everything like, I'm sucks so sad. Right now. Everything sucks. And then day in, day out, things do get better. And you start to realize that, like, like yeah I think this was the right decision even though it's still sad like you start to be like yeah I think I think this is what it was it was meant to be you know 100% and also I mean something that I realized towards 
the end and also just coming out of the breakup was that I um, wasn't happy. Yeah. I thought I was happy. I thought like I was like ready to like marry this person, have kids with them, like that whole thing. And then you break up and you're, it's like shattered. Yeah. And you're like, wait, what do I do now? Like I had that, not the five year plan, but I had that mindset that idea that 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 this was gonna happen like this and that was gonna happen like that and my life was gonna be like this and then all of a sudden it's literally shatters and you're just like you're left on your own yeah you have to start over obviously you have your support system but when you come down to it you're the one living in your body you're the one living in your brain like going through that breakup i mean also the universe gave me COVID the same month that i went through that me too yeah so that's so crazy yeah yeah so then it was just like i was literally forced to isolate myself and do this internal work in order to move through this and to process these things in order to come out of my whatever how many days isolation it was at the time in order to rejoin civilization yeah. and be able to walk around and not be crying all the time, right. you know, because I was going through and I'm still going through something that is really hard. It's yeah. a huge change. Um, change is hard, very hard, but it's also like, I don't know. It's like the thing they say, it's like high risk, high reward. You know what I mean? Like if you don't take risks, you're not gonna, you're not gonna, you're not gonna grow. Yeah. And it's like, you think of like, well, what's the alternative? Like when you, I don't know about you, but like for me, like, I came to, in my last relationship, I came to a point where I was like, I can't do this anymore. It was either like, it's, it's either like, you're just going to settle for being content and, you know, being unhappy and just like brush it down or you're going to go through, you know, the difficult option and be done. So I think you went through like number two, whereas I went through more like number one, I guess, where I was I wasn't strong enough. You were to, scared yeah, to be was, on your own. And exactly. that's, it's, that's most people are scared to be on their own after a relationship. I mean, I was, I was scared too. Like it's scary having to put yourself out there again and start over. And it, I think it goes back to what we were talking about in the beginning. Like being vulnerable at someone is really, it's scary. Like it's hard to completely open up about your entire life to a new person and you're, you're worried that you're gonna get hurt. You're like, you're worried that it's gonna just keep happening. Like it's scary, but the alternative is just being unhappy. And it's like, I think for me, I came to a point where I was like, I'm not happy. Like I'm either gonna continue like this or I'm gonna change. And I like was, I needed to just change. And I'm, I'm grateful that I did because I feel like my life has steered me in the right direction now. Mm-hmm. But it's... Doesn't mean that the decision was like any easier. Yeah, no, I mean... I almost feel like being the one to break up with someone is in some ways harder than being broken up with. I mean, I think they're both really difficult in their own ways, but I think hurting someone is one of the worst feelings you could ever do. hundred percent, especially when you have love or care about the person. Yeah. Um, and right. When you love someone, you care about them and you want the best for them. And at the same time, it goes back to just needing to do what's best for you because it's your life. A hundred percent. And at the end of the day, like the other person will be okay. And they'll realize that it's a blessing in disguise because they deserve someone who's going to love them for who they are and deserve someone who is their good match. Yeah. And I mean, so do you. Yeah. And I also think that if I hadn't like, not on. 
unwillingly open up the space in my life for um to have room for new friends like you or like I don't know new experiences yeah just like all different things like that then I wouldn't be sitting here as the person I am today five six whatever the fuck months later you know from from that moment where I remember also I mean um kind of how I described it with what um one of my other friends was that in the beginning when you have a breakup everyone is super like lovey on to you you know what yeah. I mean like they're like I get it it's okay yeah. like you got this I know it sucks right now but like in time like you'll feel better and blah 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 and you're like yeah I know but it, like blah 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 and then over time like you're literally it's you you're you have to do the internal work and like what I was telling my friend it's like as time goes by there's like less hugs yeah you know what I mean less not coddling but less like people move people forget or they just forget but like right not forget but they they just go back to their own life and it's not as like sensitive as a topic because it's not as new yes and I don't know like it really 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 everything we're talking about comes back to choosing yourself yeah and literally making the not I don't know because like I said like for me it was hard to I didn't make the decision like fully like yes it was mutual but like there's more to it you know what I mean but you're making the decision now day in day out to keep choosing you and to keep moving forward and that's what's important and also I mean like a lot of stuff that comes after a breakup is like unlearning like old behaviors old whatever and so I feel like through this breakup I've I don't know blossomed even more I guess grown even more as a person because now like I live my life for me and what I want yeah and like not saying that when I have a partner eventually that they will I don't know fill that or something you know what I mean but like I don't know. It's really interesting to be on the other side of a breakup and to realize that you lost yourself. Yeah. And to realize. And it's okay to like accept that you lost yourself. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And to have like, I don't know, like to give yourself that grace to literally be like, it's okay. And like now I'm taking this time for me. I'm taking this time to learn like what I want and taking this time to grow and yeah keep figuring things out and keep trying new experiences taking risks in order to challenge myself and to also hopefully have some I guess kind of reward from it like whether whether it's a lesson whether it's something tangible I don't know you know what I mean it's just like for sure everything's a lesson yeah everything's a lesson like old habits into new relationships and that's why it's so important to do self-growth especially after a breakup to like take this time to yourself and not like rush into a new relationship or I don't know just like situations that are unhealthy for you as an individual I think like it's important when you get out of a relationship to do the self-work and to like really be honest with yourself of like check in with yourself like where am I am I good on my own like yeah. what do I, I need? okay and I think it, it's like for me like I'm I'm in a new relationship now but I never would have allowed myself to get into a new relationship until I was ready until I knew that like 
I don't need this person. Mm -hmm. Like I'm fine on my own. I'm independent. I'm happy. I'm good on my own. And yes, like this person adds like an incredible amount of value into my life. But exactly. But that's what it is. You, that's what it is. Right? They, 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 add, they add value. They don't complete you. Like you're your own person yes. and you just have another person by your side and together like you're living your happiest whatever life. But it's important to just be so secure with yourself and, you know, confident with yourself and do your thing. And I feel like until you realize that after a relationship, it's valuable to be on your own. And that's why people say like, oh my gosh, like be on your own after a relationship. Like don't rush back into it. And I don't think it's about like, I don't think there should be like, like a certain timeline. Certain time yeah. I no, think no, it's no. like whenever you feel yes. that you're ready, whenever yes. you feel that you're not going to use that person as a crutch or you're going to use that person to get over, you know, your ex or something mm-hmm. like that's not healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, so until, yeah, I think until you realize that like, yeah, like, I don't need anyone else in my life, but like, it would be nice. That's when, you know, I think you're ready for another relationship. I think also that's when like, I'm like, I'll keep you updated guys. But like when the universe (laughs) also like brings you a potential someone. Yeah. Which literally happened to you. Yeah. It's so crazy. crazy? It's crazy. When you think about it, I remember like, and I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna spill it all out here. We love that. (laughs) Just gonna be super vulnerable for a second. Um, yeah, like I remember, I mean, I've always been like very value based. Like I have my values and I know that I never want to settle for anything less. And I have like an idea of what I want, like my family to look like in the future, like what, how I want to raise them, whatever, things like that. And I remember like, I don't know if I told you this, Lauren, but I remember getting out of my past relationship and I wrote down a list of all of the non-negotiables. Yes, you did tell me Yeah, this. and I yeah. remember like there was things like, want to do Shabbat and like is there their own person like I have like a huge list of things that I would never settle for and like another person like if I things that are important to you yeah like things that are so important to me and it wasn't things like it wasn't superficial things it was like very like specific like things that you, you know what I mean yeah. so like family values yeah like values, values on priorities life. values on health values yes. on um mental health nutrition all right, the things all yeah. the things like I guess how you value yourself how you look at yourself yeah like things like that and I wrote down this list and I was like I'm never gonna settle for anything less than this because you already no offense to the last person but you already like you did I was not settled but like you 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 have those non-negotiables subconsciously within you but you kind of like put it to the side because I yeah. feel like I wasn't as secure in myself. Yes, and I exactly, think, yes. And I think a college relationship is like, in some ways, like, yes, college relationships can, you know, lead to marriage. Mm-hmm. But like, at the time, like, yes, it was good while it lasted, but I feel like it served its purpose and it was time to for us to grow and move on. Yes. Um. But yeah, so I wrote like this list and I was like, I'm not going to settle for anything less than this because I don't want to keep dating just to date. I want like the next person I date to be a potential for someone I will have for the rest of my life. And I feel like that's like truly like it was like what the universe sent for me because I obviously found someone that like has all those things and so much more. And like I constantly just like sometimes I just like sit down and I'm just like, wow, like I went through all of that. And this was supposed to happen. And it's it's a really, like, crazy feeling, you know? A hundred percent. Because also, like, 
literally like you said like you went through all that and if you didn't like something could have changed yeah like something i never would have met this person if i didn't take the risk or if i didn't end it when i did and like i'm i just i'm like thank god like i'm so thankful but also like imagine like what what were you feeling when you were like compared because now we know what you're feeling now but yeah. like how did you feel when like before like when that breakup happened I guess like before you felt more secure within yourself and everything like that yeah I mean the thing is is like while I was in my relationship I was doing a lot of self-work because it was during the pandemic and like I was really really focusing on myself so I feel like while I was nearing the end of my relationship, I was focusing on myself a lot that I was, you know, really like starting to become more confident in myself and starting yeah. to whatever. And like the alignment of your yeah. last relationship and who you were becoming was no right. longer in alignment. A hundred percent. You say it better than I do. <laughs> but so when I ended that relationship, I was so okay on my own. And I was uh-huh. like the last step in truly being good on my own and truly living to my full potential was ending this relationship because I knew that was the one thing that was holding me back from truly like feeling free and feeling happy and that's when like I when I got to that point where I was like this is the last step I've done everything else I've you know healed my whatever like health I've all that stuff I was like this is truly the last step and I didn't realize that until the end you know And that's when I knew I needed to end it. And I think I, while obviously it's sad and like I have so much love for this person and respect and want them to be happy, I felt really relieved. Like I felt this feeling of just freedom. Yeah. I I mean, same for me, even though like situational difference, but like. I also felt yeah. like that sense of freedom and it's like a weight a, is like lifted a, off your shoulders. hundred percent. Just like a weight is lifted off your shoulders. And like, it's not to say that I wasn't sad and I wasn't struggling, but I also think that I was just continuing the self growth and the self work. I wasn't starting it cause I had started it already mm-hmm. that I feel like a month after or a few weeks after I was still just, I was in a good place because I was just continuing, you know, the work that I've been doing mm-hmm. and yeah I I would say I'm doing pretty well yeah and what would you I don't know maybe say if you had this knowledge that you have now what would you say to that person who was going through all of that before when you wrote down that list of non-negotiables and thought holy shit this is a long list like how's anyone gonna fill all these yeah like what were you thinking like, were you thinking, like, how am I going to achieve this? How am I going to find this person? Who's it going to be? Like, what's, yeah. when is it going to happen? Yeah. You know, like, what was going, like, I'm trying to, I just yeah, want to, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. No, that's a good question. I, uh, it's scary because I thought I was going to have to settle again. Like, I thought Like, they that, won't have everything. Yeah, I was like, they won't have everything. Like, I'm probably just going to have to settle again. Like, I'm just going to settle for someone that makes me, like, you know happy like 50 percent happy yeah like because right because my experience with guys prior to that was not in a mean way but it was like yeah like settling content like realizing it was it was giving up some of my values because I was like I'm not gonna you know get all of these things out of someone so 
I was kind of in this mindset where I was like, I'm not really ready to get into another relationship because I just, I don't feel the need to. Like, I'm fine on my own. I'm happy. I'm chilling, whatever. And I didn't care about like, you know, a lot of times, like a lot of people, you know, after a breakup, you want to have fun. Like, I didn't even care about that. I was like, I just want to focus on myself. Like, Literally I don't really same. care. I was, I was like, like, I don't I just want to heal. That. I was the like, the faster yeah. I can heal, yeah, the faster I like, I'll be able to move maybe on. Maybe if I was like in college, I would have had fun. But I was like, Ugh, like, I don't, I don't need that. It doesn't fulfill me in life. Um, but yeah, I, I thought I was going to just like settle and it's crazy because I remember like the idea of marriage freaked me out. Like I was always like marriage, like you have to spend the rest of your life with one person. Like that like freaked me out and I didn't, the idea like didn't excite me. It terrified me. And I think it's because I was, you know, unhappy in previous relationships and now like the idea of marriage and spending the rest of my life with this person like it like is the most exciting feeling and I think it just goes to show it's like the right person will make you like feel these incredible things and make you excited about life whereas like the wrong per se person is you know can make you feel scared and Mm -hmm. not excited about those things Um, Or make you, like, doubt yourself. Yeah, make you doubt yourself. Question your choices. Yeah, like, so I think, yeah, when I wrote that list, I was like, yeah, no, there's no way I'm going to find, like, someone who checks all of these things off. And I guess I was wrong. Amazing. (laughs) Yeah. And the fact that you guys, like, were set up through a friend, too, is, like, awesome, too. Yeah, I know. Because, like we said, like, meeting people after college is, like, how? Who? (laughs) And I think it was very, like... It was new to me because prior to meeting him, like every other person that I've ever been in a relationship with was someone that was very like immersed in my community. It was like someone who like went to college with or high school with or like someone who knew all my friends. So it's like we had all of these like commonalities and we didn't have to like start from scratch and introduce each other to our lives. And it was so easy. Like it was just easy. And that's also another reason why I think maybe the relationships were like, you know, I was like content because I was but like, yeah, feel like, fully right, didn't, like, right. didn't feel like what right. you think it's supposed to it feel like. It feel like, right. And I, I think I was like, oh yeah, I'm like, I'm content because like we were all friends and it's whatever. And we're so like, like this you is know, how it's supposed to be. This yeah. is how I was taught it's supposed to be. Right. So then I remember like when I met like my boyfriend now, I was like, how am I supposed to like explain my entire life to this person? And I was like, how are, you know, how do I learn about this, this person's life from when they were like five years old or whatever. And I think I like stressed myself out a lot in the beginning. Cause I was like, well, how, like, how do we do this? How do we like explain everything? Do I sit yeah. down for like five hours and like start I mean, from when I was like, like we said, new experience, right. yeah. new challenge. Right. And it was, it was Room a for challenge growth. for me. Right. And it was like, again, it was like having to be so vulnerable with that person and like starting over. And it's, it's really scary, but it, I mean, you have to do it. So yeah, I mean, it's exciting that we were set up by a friend, but it was also, I mean, it was hard because, like, we didn't really know much about each other's lives or, like, the people that were in our lives. Like, we didn't really have any anything in common or any anyone in common, actually. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Life, love it. Life, man. We love it. Change. <laughs> life. Life. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think we covered it. I think we... I think we did the damn thing. We did the damn thing. I think that 
like if there's one thing that this conversation has reaffirmed for me is just like really making sure that you're making decisions that are for you and you know owning your truth and doing what's best for you and living your life for yourself yeah living your life for yourself surrounding yourself with people that like really truly care about you and will celebrate your wins and be and happy they see for you. you that's yeah. like the biggest thing for me like being seen yeah like that's something like i said i'd lost myself in my last relationship and i oftentimes did not feel seen by my yeah ex. so like that's something yeah like just like taking it a step further like with the support group but like supporting being surrounded by people who support you and see you not just see what's on instagram or see like this or that but like who is actually there for you when you're at your lowest like who's gonna actually be like how are you and not just like accept i'm good like people are gonna be like no like how are you like yeah. how are you doing how, what do you I know, need yeah like what can i do for you are you okay like yes talk i'm here for you not just people who are like oh how are you and then you're like i'm good and like okay cool like it's it's surrounding yourself with the right people 100 and like whether that means there's only three people that you're super close with or two or whatever that number is like it's it truly is quality over quantity because the wrong people can make you feel so lonely. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's almost a lo- lonelier feeling being surrounded with the wrong people than just being on your own. You know, hundred percent. So no, I think like I just need to keep reminding myself that it's okay to say no. It's okay to do things for myself, and being selfish isn't always a bad thing. Hundred percent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Well, Amazing. thank you for coming on my podcast, Queen. Thanks for having me. I feel like this is so fun. This is my first podcast. Um, so I'm truly honored. And I hope I'm invited back. Oh, duh. <laughs> I'm like, let us know if there's another topic you want us to unpack. <laughs> yeah, we can like. <laughs> really... Bye. Love you all. Peace. Peace and love.